Hey, there we go. So, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Paperless Podcast. Uh, in this episode, surprisingly, Curtis wasn't building anything like last episode. Well, Obi I built just my chair. Was going to be fucking building a desk, and he left us. Oh, but here, Curtis is here right now. So, what's up, Curtis? How are you doing? I just built the chair. So, yeah. Does the chair has any Dalmatians in it? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> and we have in here with us uh, Adrian, of course. What's hey, up, Adrian? Still here. What's up, guys? What's up, Pablo? Handsome as always. Yeah. Um, of course. M- most of the time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little more chill and, today. So, yeah. Yeah. And today we have the one and only, the legend, the man, the myth itself, Bao. Hello, how's everyone? You guys are too kind, but uh, thank you, I'm here. I mean, I'm actually, I know you because of this video you did with Patrick Kuhn. Uh, that video was so sick. Uh, yeah, I think it was a long time ago. Can you remind me what video that was? Uh, I don't really remember, but you had this so really... Sick, you forgot. You yeah. had uh, the outfit was really sick. You had this outfit <laughs> that it looked like really uh, futuristic, and it looks so cool. I was like, yeah, I have to follow this guy. This, he looks too cool. And I just follow you because of the outfit. So, hey, there you go, an outfit I follow. This is so funny. Um, I don't think I've ever met Patrick Kuhn in person, actually. I've been exposed in the first few minutes. Oh <laughs> my god. Wait, what? This, this might be uh Rodney Rice, maybe? Oh yeah. It's all cool because I also I, I can see how uh, I wear like the same kind of yeah but yeah good, it's man. the outfit it's the outfit <laughs> bro now I feel bad bro fuck it's, why I it's feel all good, bad uh, but you know I <laughs> okay I'm the all one right. getting off the rails this episode I mean fair enough I fucked right. up. But but yeah, anyways, that's um, the point. anyways uh, besides that uh big fan of you you know i love i love your cards i love the way um love the stuff you've done with a card mafia no 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 stop come on Pablo, okay, but yeah on, i go. love i love the cards uh the boba deck is like bro that ds1 sleeve so pretty like yeah it's so Asian. cute. Yeah, like it's like the best DS1 sleeve I have ever seen today. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, um, yeah, I was, I was definitely trying to keep the trend going with um, unique packaging for the cards. So I thought that was uh, the most fitting uh, fitting option for, for the Boba playing cards just to to have it inspired by bubble tea and then have that sleeve as the cup. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so fitting, and personally, I'm a big fan of it because I really like to match my decks with my environment. Um, because you know we're always on Instagram and taking pictures of everything. Being able to have a deck that looks like you know 
you know, boba tea when I'm out, like getting boba. It's like it makes for such a nice picture, and it's just the vibes match, and it's so good. I mean, a funny thing is that I have never tried boba in my life. Yeah, um, my ex girlfriend used to love boba. Why is it always? What is with you guys and ex girlfriends? Oh my god! <laughs> Bro, every, I have a life. I have a life. Podcast. It's not my fault that you have never had a girlfriend, Curtis. Like, it's not my fault. Yeah. Oh, bruh. <laughs> well, yeah. I yeah. like. I was saying, uh, my ex girlfriend used to love boba, and one time I was about to buy uh, boba, but then we got into a fight, and I said, "No, fuck that!" And I left. I'm not. So, oh my god. So oh, yeah. I got mad with Boba since that day. Not a physical fight. The Paperless Podcast oh, no, does not no, condone no, uh, no. domestic I abuse. I did not condone that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah. But yeah. Um, love this stuff overall. Uh, we got off yeah. topic. Sorry. We got off topic. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. Um, but now Boba just... reminds you of her. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everything reminds you of her. Um, but yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah. So uh, I wanted to talk about like what are your inspirations, uh, the people you look up to, to like have your style and the way you do your videos, your posts, and everything. Um, okay. So there's there's definitely a lot of inspiration across uh, many fields. Um, let's say, let's say for my videos, um, definitely, uh, definitely. Well, magic and videos, definitely. It's funny I say Patrick Kuhn is one of my big inspirations. Okay, so uh, I wasn't that wrong. So, so you, okay. So, so, so there's, there's a link there. There's a link there. Um, yeah. But I, I love, I love um, just doing like short videos or short uh, visual magic or, or things with like high impact and, and that's very short. Um, so, so that's actually how my, my Instagram got started. Like it's back then when you, you did videos, it was only up to 15 seconds, uh, when Instagram first started. So, uh, I tried to fit my magic within those 15 seconds and, and that's, that kind of, uh, shaped the type of magic that I do as well. Um, and then, uh, with the start of YouTube, uh, obviously Chris Ramsey is a, is a big inspiration. Um, and, and I've seen him grow over the years and, and that really inspired me to, uh, you know, like to, to, to get started as well. Um, I mean, I, I work in the, I work in the digital marketing industry. I, I do video production, I do photography and I have all the assets that I need to get started. So I thought that, uh, this year I would just, just focus on myself and, and really make the time to 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 build this off and so far it's i think it's uh, off to a good start yeah for sure yeah. I mean, and like you can definitely see how high quality your videos and your photos are so it it, it makes sense that you work in that field mm-hmm. what were you saying um, adrian before yeah, i interrupted you yeah no it's fine um that this year i've seen like the most you know He's on Instagram, he's on TikTok, he's he's doing stuff with his deck, he's doing stuff with marketing, right? So like this year, I've seen him like or seen you rather. Um you're here, right? Um <laughs> put yourself out there more and more, like in terms of content, at least, you know, more than last year ish. So, you know, 
and it's good content. So at least, you know, love to see it. Thank you. And, and I think, I think that has to do with, um, I guess, I guess the pan, the, the pandemic kind of, kind of changed a lot of us in, in some ways we had to adapt. Yeah. Um, I, I was still fortunate to, to, to still have work. Um, however, like it, it did slow down on, on, uh, the company, on the companies and where the company that I work at. Uh, but it did give me a lot of time to reflect and, uh, it did give me a lot more, more time for myself because back then I was really always grinding. It's, uh, like it's, it's, it's a little more than a nine to five, a lot of, a lot of running around. And, and when I get home, I'm just too tired to do anything extra. But yeah. I think that really gave me the, 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 the energy to, to, to put, put work on myself and, and, mm -hmm. and to grow my brand as a whole. Yeah. And I'm assuming yeah. once you get into the rhythm, um, of, you know, producing, it's, you know, it's easier to keep going because we all know the hardest part is well, starting. And right? so, you know, oh, yeah, you that's true. The way. yeah. Yeah. And, and another reason why I started is, um, believe it or not, I'm not the best in front of the camera. Um, really? yeah, but I'm not the best, like at speaking in front of the camera or, or just, uh, I'm, I'm generally a more introverted person and it doesn't, my, my online personal persona doesn't show it as much, but, uh, the beauty of editing and, and, uh, jump cuts, uh, that really helped. Uh, but over time it did really help me improve, uh, just talking to the camera in general. So that's why, that's also why I jumped into YouTube just to be more comfortable with just speaking. I mean, like watching your videos and everything, it, it doesn't really look like you are like that. Like when I see your videos, you look really outgoing and like really chill. And actually talking to you right now, you 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 sound really chill. So it, I think that you have made progress uh, from not being like that right now. You are being more outgoing and like not sincere, but like... Yeah, you you get it. <laughs> I mean, no, definitely, yeah. definitely. It's uh, and I I guess like shooting videos on my own, it, it kind of allows me to, to be com, I guess be be comfortable with with um, yeah. I I guess I open up. Let's say like with it depends on the people. I'm more a lot more comfortable with my friends, or so so in a way like I I kind of open up to, to be more comfortable around the camera, and I can treat my audience as if they're my friends in a way. Mm, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure that's great i'm sure like a lot of people listening and even us right now in the chat can relate to using magic or social media content creation as like a outlet to you know give them more i mean the reason i started doing magic like way back in the day was to pick up girls so yeah, yeah. Well, like well, bro i think that well, everyone enough. has done that and mm, I remember no? Patrick Kern saying the same thing. I remember that. Like everyone starts because they just want to uh, an easier way to meet people and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, break so, out of break out of my shell and stuff. That was definitely insane. You know, high school coming in, you know, coming to USA for the first time. It was really personally for awful. me, uh, that was the reason I stopped doing magic because, like, 
then every everyone I knew know me. Everybody. Everyone knew me, but then they knew me as the magic guy. And every time they saw me, they were like, "Yo, can you do a magic trick or something?" Like that. I was like, "No, I do not want to do magic right now. I just feel like talking. Do you want to talk?" And then, no. and yeah, it just became really annoying. Like, not they didn't saw me as a person anymore. They just saw me as entertainment or something like that. So it, that's the reason I stopped doing magic publicly i still practice but i do not post videos of magic or anything like that right now i don't know if you can relate to that but yeah i, I can definitely relate to how uh we 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 started magic in a way to to help us open up or or, or be be more comfortable with people or to stand out if anything mm-hmm. um and, and and definitely i i get how uh uh, at some point, we might even have considered that uh, we want to dis- distance ourselves from magic just to 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 for people to know who we are r- versus the magic. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I, I definitely went through that uh, at the beginning when I started my my day job right now as uh, in the marketing agency. I kind of wanted to uh, explore uh, who I I was as a person as. I don't know, like as a creator rather than just as a magician. But then eventually I, I, I embraced both and uh, now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just comfortable. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really cool. And I actually wanted to ask you about your McDonald's collab. Yeah, right. like how it came to be. So um, a lot of my recent brand opportunities definitely came from TikTok. Um, I actually started TikTok, let's say, over a year ago. Uh, so, so that's when TikTok was, it wasn't as mainstream. It was starting to get mainstream, but like when people thought of TikTok, they were thinking, oh, this is for kids and whatnot. Um, but I saw it as an opportunity to build uh to build a brand and to use a new platform and to explore just to explore for fun. Um, because how I saw was that, um, if I were able to build an audience on TikTok, uh, and usually it would be a younger audience. Um, I'm in it for the long game. So as my audience grows and as I grow as a brand, um, they would eventually, let's say if, I, if I'm around long enough, I'll be eventually a creator that, uh, that would be maybe nostalgic to them. Like I would be one of the, their, the OG creators in their eyes. So if you're in it for the long game, I think that was, that was, uh, that was one of my strategies in a way. And, um, and as, I, as I start TikTok, uh, the algorithm uh, back then, even now still, uh, is really explosive because the uh, how it works is that anybody doesn't matter how many followers you have couldn't go viral and and it really democratize democratizes uh, just content and that really built my audience uh, in a super fast way and uh, that gave me a lot of exposure so so that's how I got in touch with well that's how I was exposed to all kinds of different brands when they were looking for Canadian creators. And I happened to be one of them. And I also happened to do magic. So uh, McDonald's, they, it was a PR firm that, uh, that found me. They were just looking for a bunch of Canadian creators that could 
be potentially do some uh, some video magic. But in my case, I was also a magician. So uh, that's how they uh, they reached out. Yep, thank God they picked a good one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For real. So, uh, like, uh, yeah, okay, okay, go ahead, Curtis. Go ahead. All right, cool. Um, so how did you decide what to do, like, in the in the video? Because I know there's like the fry uh, production and like the the pamphlet into the phone. So what, like, what drove you into doing those tricks, I guess? So that's really interesting. Um, the, the funny story is that the timeline of that project was very, very, very short. Um, the, the main theme, the main idea about uh, that campaign was to promote, uh, the, uh, paper coupons, the, the pamphlets, uh, well, they, they wanted to promote the app and, and let people know that they would have the same deals uh, from the coupons on their app. So for me, uh, the most natural thing to do would, would be to use the physical coupon and put them in the app. And um, also they, they mentioned that uh, they wanted some, some video magic, like uh, they, they wanted some video editing. And, and for me, I only had a few days to think about it. So, so the day that they reached out to me, um, I had to submit my idea, uh, the very day of, because it was, really? uh, wow. yeah, I had to submit my idea the very day of, and then that very day I was on a flight to, uh, British Columbia because I had to help my girlfriend, uh, move, uh, back with her parents so that she can uh, go study, uh, in British Columbia. So um, they were aware of my situation and they were uh, kind enough to, to move my schedule a little bit, but it was still very, uh, a very tight, tight time frame. So uh, the day that I came back, um, the day that I landed, well, the very, I landed at night and then the next day uh, I received their, their pamphlet. I had to shoot and deliver the video on the same day. So uh, for me, I was like, okay, fine. Like I usually don't do video editing for my videos, but in this case, I think it's fine. And I'm not hiding the fact that it's video editing. So like I'm, I make, I make the uh, throwing the pamphlet in the phone kind of obvious that it's a, it's a video edit. Oh uh, wait, same thing. is that is that video editing? Oh my god, you fooled me. You, <laughs> you fooled me. I I thought it was like a reel or like uh, something else. I I really thought it was real. I mean, you could probably I mean, do it real, yeah. but like, it's too much effort, right? Definitely for the short yeah. period of time. Uh, yeah, it would be it would be way too much. Yeah, um, but um, but uh, um, yeah, I, th I think I it was uh, I had to well, I used the most uh, the most realistic way to 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 achieve their their messaging. So bring the pamphlet into the phone into the app. Uh, and then I made the, just to, to add, I, I made the, the whole meal appear and then the actual, like the, the effect that, that was actual, um, magic, like no camera tricks was the, the very last one where I made the fry appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, um, and, and it's, it's nothing crazy. It's, uh, a, real, a take on a classic. Are, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, the, th the, the toothpick trick. So I, I I adapted the fry with that. Yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. Good it shit. looks really good. The entire video looks really good. 
Um, but okay. yeah, you you actually fooled me with that first part. I legit thought it was real. I was like, okay, so I I guess he has a real. The paper went to his <laughs> sleeve, or no, it went to the table. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, now you saying that it was actual video editing, it it makes sense because it looks way too good. But it looks really good, but it looks like something that is a possibility. Thank you. So, so yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm sure there's a way to make it look uh, real, to make it real. It's just uh, it was too short for me to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I think that Adrian has a thought. Can you say yeah, it, Adrian? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that makes me really um, think about my stance on video camera effects video camera like it's 1920 um like a camera effects and like post-production editing in modern day magic i used to be extremely against it because my thought was like oh we're trying to convince people that all this stuff is you know we can do it in real life which we can if we use like one you know stop cut whatever you know after effects thing you know it's kind of all ruined because like oh if this is edited what else is but then now i'm kind of starting to realize that it's okay in some circumstances like you know the one you were in for the advertising campaign but also because it's possible that we can translate some of the you know those effects in real life and they may work you know maybe an edited version would work better for social media versus, you know, a slight would work better in person. Right. And they wouldn't work vice versa. Right. So I don't know. What are you guys thoughts on that? Because I, I, I really I totally agree with you, Adrian. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally understand your point, Adrian. And actually I, I do make a point to never use video editing in, in any of my posts. Um, I guess, I guess for an ad, it's, it's, I, I, I didn't care as much, but also like, it's, um, like you, you see a lot of TV commercials, uh, that uses, uh, that uses like camera tricks. Yeah. Um, but in my case, let's say like, if it was a bigger production, like I'll, I'll definitely make a point to say like, okay, like we, we can, we can use practical effects for yeah, this, yeah. but sometimes for TV, uh, it really has to be clean. So that, yeah. that's where like the line gets slightly blurred or, or, or TV magic as well. Like it doesn't necessarily, they don't necessarily use camera tricks, but there are definitely other Tater ways cuts to make it look like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, show and whatnot. I've been doing our nice change for more than three years now, but if you put me on now, you see me three on the set, I'll be like, all right, so cut right here. All right. New card. There we go, you know. Um, and yeah, but the way I think of it is like, you know, uh, let's say we're making a video and I want to make a card vanish, right? Um, I could do something that I have the card in my hand, cover it up, cut the video, drop it, keep rolling, right? And now it's gone. That's a vanish, but obviously I did it using camera tricks versus in person. I could, you know, somebody is like, oh, can you do the one you did on your Instagram post? Hypothetically, I could do the same thing, but using a back palm, 
right? But when I'm doing it on video, you can't catch it, well, you know, as easily as you would a slight, you know what I mean? So being able to translate the effect from video to in person, you know, I feel like it makes it slightly more <laughs> okay to bring in yeah, like I said, after effects. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a tangent, but like, like, now you see like on social media, there's like so many like gimmicks and whatnot. At some point, it's like they're really convoluted methods. Like, if you see like Kaylin Morelli's stuff on Instagram, oh, yeah, geez. the nothing experiment. Like, yeah. Yeah. So you got like black art, angle play, lightning play, yeah. flat. So invisible idea. At some point, like, is it just better to use video editing as opposed to like a method that has like twenty steps? Because like, yeah, like, like in my opinion, as a former magician and magic consultant, yeah, of course, it's easier. Because, like, like you say, Kelly Morelli has really such a great effects. Take, take a specific angle, a specific time of day, specific light, specific everything. So it's just way too much to manage. So of course, it's easier just to do it from a camera trick instead of just using, waiting for the perfect moment to show this one thing that only will last a short amount of time. Yeah, you can't even like do it like in person. So like you're you're basically just jacking yourself <laughs> off. I'm not even joking, right? Oh, that's literally it is. You're sucking yourself off. That's it's like it's I don't know, but like if it, if it's like attainable in real life, then you know I respect that. That's it. Yeah. 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 The easier the method, the better. True. True. So, uh, I wanted to talk also about you creating your own brand and like the question I think that everyone has in their minds, why food? Oh, um, why food for the, uh, for the, Bao yeah, Bao for brand. the yeah, for the Baobo brand. Um, I think that, um, well, actually it started as a joke. Um, I was, uh, I was at Cardistry Con uh in portland and i was uh i was actually with uh with kevin Yu. uh <laughs> he he invited me over uh over to the cardistry con and and one day i was just um i just told him like yo what if like i made like instant noodle playing cards just so that i can say that i'm sending nudes uh, and then, <laughs> and then yeah. he's like oh well do it you can you can actually do it and, and, um, that's where I, I start seriously thinking about it. And, um, and that became the instant noodle playing cards. Um, and while I was creating that, I was trying to find a way to, to build a brand off of that so that there's some continuity. And I guess the, the whole Asian food, uh, brand came to mind and, and there, there was a lot of potential in, in creating more uh, in that field. If, if you ever want to branch out into Mexican food, I'm your guy. <laughs> For real. I, 
I'm down to make uh, tacos playing cards or like yeah. tamales playing cards or nachos. Awesome. I don't know, bro. Bow X Pablo Colab coming soon. Yeah. You heard it here first. For sure. I'm totally yeah, down, first. bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, uh, talking about the noodles, like, I love the packaging it comes in. Like the, the little plastic bag and everything. It looks so good. Like, legit Thank looks you. real good. It, it it actually looks like noodles. I think if I got one of those deck and placed it in my kitchen, someone from my family <laughs> will try to actually microwave it or something like that. I was like, don't do that, please, or something like that. But yeah, it looks that real, bro. I'm more concerned no. about the fact that you're going to microwave noodles. Like, I, no I don't think that's how you do it. Oh, yeah, no water. <laughs> no, of course, no water, right. bro. Slip, but yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, definitely, the, goal, the goal is definitely to uh to make it look as realistic as possible. I definitely explored um other ways to make the packaging look exactly like what you would find. It's just that uh, I think it was uh, it was I think food that type of food packaging was too expensive to make, so uh, the one that I used was the next best thing, which I actually prefer now. Actually, I like I I think you did the same with the boba deck. I, I remember hearing you t talking about the six decks half brick or something like that. That it looks like a carry on uh, boba thing. So that's actually cool. Like where you place uh, drinks, the little cardboard thing where you place drinks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Drink oh okay. Yeah, 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 drink yeah. holder. Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I actually haven't thought of of uh, of that. Like the drink holder, that would be like a tray or 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 like yeah, a, tray, the tray, the tray, the little okay. carry on tray. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've uh, ever been to a fast food restaurant and you order like more than three drinks or two drinks. They give you like a cardboard, like a, man, yeah, we're, exactly, we're exactly. in Canada, man. We we know our tins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, exactly. but, uh, yeah I, um, I guess I guess since the the, the noodles, um, I also kind of established the brand as um, I would have to make a very unique packaging for 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 my my decks because yeah. really what stood out was the packaging for the instant noodles. So for yeah. Boba, I really had to. This leaf, yeah, this leaf. Yeah. So, so the like sleeve, I said earlier, me. so good, like so cute. Like I want to like take the little cheeks it has and just squeeze them, bro. Like it looks so <laughs> yeah. good. It looks yeah, so pretty. Uh, yeah, um, I haven't handled cheeks in a long time, but not to <laughs> discourage. The packaging <laughs> is really <laughs> good. This is to discourage that the the back design is also pretty nice you know you got a borderless going you know there was a you know not to name any names but uh i've heard there's another noodle deck on the streets that doesn't look as good you oh know, is this is the same is guy lame. the same guy that did that did freshman year i think no it's a different guy mm -hmm. yeah um, oh, I, I don't know I have to, to, to comment on the the other noodle deck where we're actually on good terms um okay, we, okay. We came, we, yeah yeah we we and came we uh, do not condone bullying <laughs> yeah we, I mean, we if you want we can throw hands at him like just say <laughs> i know people bro i know i know people 
No, 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 no. Darren's cool. Darren's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, uh, well, actually, I, I, I was working on the instant noodles uh, deck. And uh, eventually, I, as I was uh, in the middle of, uh, of, of finalizing my, my, my project, um, I saw that he was also working on it. He was like posting some stuff. And I, I kind of internally panicked because I was like, no, I don't want I'm not, I'm not about to steal. I'm not, I didn't steal this idea. Like, uh, uh, so, so I just, um, I reached out to him and, and we made it clear that, uh, it was both our, uh, like we both came with it independently. And, uh, I yeah. also shared my designs with him, uh, prior to the release as well. Yeah. yeah and also being Very honest, your deck is better. Your deck is way, way ages better than his. Layers. No. Just saying, just saying. No um, shade. Well, yeah, I'm I'm throwing shade, but <laughs> just saying. Shade, all the shade, but yeah. No being shade. honest, our decks are different. Yeah. Of course, I mean, yours always... yours is actually good. His is not. So <laughs> oh they are God. really different. Hey. Uh, <laughs> no bullying here, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. off the rails. Off the rails. Um. um so. Actually, just uh, just like a question, uh, but no offense, but like, why did you come up with the Boba Hollow Gilded, like, like as like as like a um, random? I was person? gonna make I'm a joke exactly about that. Fan. Yeah, I was gonna be like, besides money, why did you gild it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, I'm a big fan of the brown sugar because I think it fits the theme. But like, I think hollow gilding just feels really out of place. That yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I tell you, you. This um, uh, I'll tell you why. I just thought it was cool, man. It's pretty sick. You mean it's fair? Now Bow's gonna hunt me yeah. down to Montreal. And like, and like the money is an extra, of course, Jeez, of course. Yeah. You shouldn't have told them you're in Montreal, Curtis. You got to throw so hands. which neighborhood do you live in Montreal, Curtis? <laughs> you always throw hands at you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, uh, um, honestly, I uh, reason is well, I actually never really owned a hollow gilded deck, and um, I think like well, the the brown sugar one definitely made sense, and I think that there wasn't any other copper uh, gilded decks true, true. out there or not that I've seen uh, many of those and um, as a second one I mean I don't think gold would make really sense not that hollow made any more sense but I think it was just uh, I just wanted a more special edition feel to it and and I thought that uh, hollow would be the, the fitting one I mean oh. fair enough Respect, Fair. respect, respect. I'll, I respect it. I'll, I'll accept that answer. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, can you talk a, a bit more about the design process of like each deck? And did you actually made the design yourself, or did you do you have a designer like just letting you know I'm a free agent? You need a designer. <laughs> you need a designer. I'm over here. We can talk Sounds about good. it in the DMs. Okay. Well, uh, I'm actually, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Um, but um, <laughs> yes, I actually, the concepts are definitely my own um, since I've been around cards uh, for pretty much my whole life. Um, and, and I'm a card collector as well. And so, so all the 
the design concepts and ideas uh, that was from me. However, I do have uh, illustrator and designers to to help me with uh, with realizing uh, my decks. So um, for the first one, uh, a little challenging because uh, initially it was going to be a borderless deck. Um, just like the the noodle pattern is so busy as a whole. Um, I think we went through like three, four different iterations until uh, we found the last one, uh, which is the borderless version. Um, it, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole design process for that one was just to make it look as close as a as a uh, pack of instant noodles while having a back design that kind of. That, that looks playable. That's not boring as well. So I didn't, I didn't want like just noodles as a back. So I added chopsticks there uh, and it feels like a two-way deck. So it's not entirely a two-way deck, but uh, for that one, it, it feels like one. Um, and then for the Boba, um, I learned from the instant noodles deck and I decided to make the Boba deck a little more uh, magic friendly, magic oriented so that magicians yes. could actually use it uh as such as myself as well so so i definitely wanted like a deck that i could actually use every day and that that i wouldn't like it didn't feel it would it would be it would feel more of a like a worker's deck so i added borders uh, i made it like a proper two-way deck i added the the double-sided uh uh card and a duplicate um and for the design at the back uh and i designed i i wanted the design to make to look nice in a fan so that's where like the the wave the liquid wave pattern comes in and uh, i think it looks great so uh yeah that's uh that's how that's how i i i guess i i came up with the concepts at least yeah and like from for the boba deck i really regret not getting any on the kickstarter because you had really great deals over there yeah. uh, i i was broke at the time so yeah that's yes. Speaking of, since we're so so also trans of the MOBA deck and you know to a big topic of conversation, I was gonna ask how can a how can a homie get a few? You know, maybe me, maybe Pablo, <laughs> maybe maybe even a little discount. I mean, you know, it's all to you. Uh, uh, we can definitely work three. on something. We can definitely uh, work on something uh, once uh, they're, uh, they're they're into production. I know for Curtis, uh, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a lot easier. Um, but, but you, uh, you will yeah. have to charge Curtis extra because of the yeah, new no, question. I really just wanted to, to, to know Curtis's address, that's all. Oh, okay, fair, fair. I will let you know his address <laughs> later. I I've actually it. never jammed with the Montreal Curtis because I keep getting scared of random people. <laughs> I was like, well, I can go, but like, I have to go to Note, and I'm like, uh, I don't know anyone. I'm gonna cry, and so I never went. Uh, um, but the group, the group is really chill. There's, uh, there's, there's my buddy Carson, and uh, uh, yeah. um, and, and yeah, it, yes, and and um, I actually, I I actually started the group, but then afterwards I got too busy to 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 really uh, to manage it, I guess. So so Carson is really. Uh, the main guy who who really uh, represents the Montreal Cardistry Group now. Yeah, I mean they're Canadians. How scary can they really be? You know I mean? 
I don't know. Yeah. Are, are they going to hug you to death or something like I that? I mean, like, we're, we're just a bunch of dudes. We're just a bunch of dudes shuffling cards. I mean, what? what we, yes, I know. But I am the socially awkward Asian. So, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I think every Asian felt that. They're like, oof, I'm an introvert too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, so, yeah, Alright, so we heard it here first. Bao is giving us each a free brick. Global <laughs> uh, playing cards. And uh, including out of courtesy uh, out of courtesy of uh, <laughs> Hollow Gilded deck um in each order. So they, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Spe- speaking of gifting uh gilded decks, did you know that I couldn't even get my hands on my own gold gilded decks for my Oh yeah, noodles? I saw that. I saw that. Oh, wow. I saw that. I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Why? You made them. Why could it? Yeah. So what? Yeah, so, so they were made in, su- in, in such limited quantity that, uh, and then there were some issues with like the, the numbers of orders that uh, we oversold. So I, I didn't even yeah. want to. I, I can relate to that because, you know, uh, Kevin did the Gilded Edition for Aerodynamics V3s. I got. Uh, Half a brick of each deck, except that one. Like I do not have any gilded decks of oh, the wow. deck that I designed, so it's really weird. Yeah, like I, to be honest, I do not care. It's the same design. It's just gilded. I, if I get that deck, I will never open it. So, doesn't really make sense to get one. I mean, for me, I I, I open it right away just because I wanted to see what it looks like and. It's for myself, so I'm not I'm not reselling my own deck or anything. Of <laughs> course, but you I hate when people do that. Like they, they resell I mean, their own stuff. You're reselling them from USBCC. This guy, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's not wrong. Well, yeah, he's technically, not wrong. Tech, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, Just what's me. what's oh. the next step for your brand? Of course, besides the Mexican collab, you know, like. Yeah. What's the next step? Like the next deck? Do you have a concept? Do you think about? Are you thinking about doing a collab or something like that? Maybe with a Mexican. Um, <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> I am. I have a few. Uh, I have a few decks uh, on the way. Um, well, I have one that is uh, that is about to finish, and I am plotting a few more uh, ideas to branch off. So you know how like there's the instant noodles. Uh, then there's Boba, like those, those, they have a lot of potential to have, uh, future editions, um, future flavors or whatnot. Uh, so, so I am, in, I'm currently trying to, to, to find more of those initial concepts so that we can, uh, branch off from there. But, uh, because I know that, uh, uh my, my releases were, were limited. Um, the noodles, they, they're sold out on my end. Uh, however, there's like, I'm sure there's a lot of retailers who can still sell them. Uh, but uh, I just want to keep offering uh, for the decks for those who, who missed out. So uh, that's where the potential of uh, future editions come in. Yeah. All right. Uh, you should just pull in anyone, make four decks, and then for the rest of your life, just recall everyone. <laughs> Uh, for real, for <laughs> sure. Just call it a different name, like spicy noodles or like yeah. soy matcha sauce noodles. Yeah, matcha boba playing cards, like coffee boba stuff, yeah. thingy thing, you know, like. Roasters. <laughs> you guys heard it here first. 
hey, you heard it here first. He's just going to make four designs and be yeah. proud of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Zach. Oh, no, he just made one design. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Roasting Fontaine. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, besides that, moving on from that awkward <laughs> th question, <laughs> what's the next thing for you as a creator and, like, as a magician and a cardistry? And a cardistry as a cardist? Um, next step for me is um, I definitely need a lot more time to put into YouTube just because how it's uh, going so far. Um, it's growing at a surprisingly really good rate. I started at around 7,000, I think, at the beginning of the year. And uh, now I'm at 56,000, which is which is really mind-blowing so so i think that i definitely need to put more effort there um and as a start to to really uh put out videos on uh, so so my videos so far they're they're really like uh back palm tutorials or, or the one i just posted is a tenkai but um i'm i'm fully aware that they're very like it's it like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of those tutorials out there like You can count the, the, the amount of backpunk tours out there. But I think that what I can offer is um, really like the experience from someone who's done it for, for many, many years. And I really aim to give like the very best quality uh, or at least like the best I can offer for, um, for the people who just joined in. Because uh, I know that at least 80% of uh, my audience Uh, they're not even magicians. They just got into it or they're curious about it. And uh, I, I, I see that a lot of people, they start magic because uh, they watch those videos. So um, kind of reminds me of myself when I first started, uh, which was on YouTube. Uh, I had to sift through so much garbage uh, on YouTube. So I, I just want to uh, start a place where you can, you can watch and reliably learn from a decent source at least so that's i think that's my goal for as a creator really grow the youtube and um hopefully uh, i can transition as a full-time creator one day i mean for sure i see you with a i i think you will have a future in youtube because your content is actually really good and is high production And the quality is amazing. There's even the sound quality is really cool. Not not like our podcast that it sounds horrendous. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need standardized. Thank you. Mics. Yeah, Actually, we need we need better mics. Just as a question, as a fellow Asian, do your parents approve of you as being a creator? That's a very good question. Actually, um, so. Uh, now they're extremely supportive, which I'm very grateful about. Um, but hey, uh, yeah, at the beginning, <laughs> at the be I, I, ha I definitely had to show results. That's for sure. Um, and show potential. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, uh, same. I think that is the same thing with uh, Hispanic parents. Because I remember the first time I told my, my dad, I'm a mom, Yeah, I want to become an artist. I want to do designs to work with companies or stuff like that. They were like, nah, go to college. And I was like, you will see, I will bring money. And they didn't believe me until I, I, I brought the money to the house. And they were like, okay, you're legit. 
congratulations, but you still have to go to college, so fuck you. And it's like, fair. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I really, I relate to the approval and disapproval of what we do with our parents. No, for but sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, what, what happened is that, um, well, at first I went to, uh, I went to university um and then um like I, I thought that i really had to to finish my degree uh and then my i had a discussion with my father one one day and he was like you know like uh well actually i, I brought up like yeah like i know that i have to finish this degree because you guys want me to and then he's like whoa, whoa, whoa. like uh, i don't want you to do this degree just because you want me to uh want me for you to get a degree um, and then that, that kind of clicked. I was like, Oh, okay. The first time I hear that. So, um, I, I didn't drop out just to drop out. I actually had, uh, uh, an opportunity at the marketing agency that I work at right now. And, um, I decided to, to drop out to pursue that because I was studying marketing. And, uh, when I studied mark, like I studied marketing so that I could eventually work in an agency, which was the offer that I already had. So I decided to, to jump in and do it full time. And I'd say for a good year or two, they kind of, kind of regretted that, uh, that they said that. And every time they would, they would tell me, oh, you, uh, you don't need to get us a gift, uh, gift for Christmas or anything, but what would be greatest for you to go back to school. So, and, and like, I would get, I would get that like every now and then, but, uh, it was only after, yeah, I would say after two years where I really like showed that, um, I, I, I made an impact, uh, or, or yeah, like, I did, like really good yeah results. I had, I did big projects with uh, big brands that they start to, to see that, uh, they start to accept that, uh, that this is my path. And, uh, uh I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same, but I hate it when my parents like start flexing my accomplishments. Like they say, yeah, my son works with like companies in Europe or companies in the US and stuff like that. He he gets more money than like normal Mexican or something like that. I well, hate now you're it. flexing on us. I, <laughs> this guy, you already know all that, Curtis. Like, come I on. know, but you're flexing but, on us. But like, yeah, I, I hate when they say that I cringe so bad because it's like, yeah, nobody really cares about what I do in my own time. Like, yeah, I, I, I was lucky enough to get all those opportunities. So that's the reason I do not like to flex or stuff like that because I find it really cringy. So I don't know if you can relate to that. Like, do your parents like tell other people what you do or stuff like that? Uh, they definitely do uh, tell, like they don't, I don't think they, they really like tell all their relatives about it, but um, I know that because uh, they, they work in a nail salon and uh, they, they talk to, to their clients. Oh, okay. and all that. So I know, I know that they do, they do talk about me in that way. However, um, I, I don't, I don't really take it, uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, just because, um, I'm actually glad that they, they approve or, or that they they feel proud of the things I do. Yeah. So, so I guess I, I haven't really put much thought into that, but that's, uh, um, I'm, I'm, uh, in, in my case, like, it's not, I don't think they're not necessarily brag, like, like bragging every time they have the opportunity but uh 
because uh, I'm sure like they their clients ask like oh like what's going on with Val and so so that that definitely comes up. So but but one thing that I'm happy about is that they 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 support me and uh, they they like what I do. Yeah, like that's the difference between your Asian parents and Mexican parents. Like Mexicans are off the rails, bro. Like for real, they need to chill. Like. I do not want the neighbor or the water guy to know about my life. Like, what the fuck? Like, the water guy, the milkman, the milkman, <laughs> knowing about what the fuck I do or something like that. Like, come on. Yeah. Um. Same with me, but it goes kind of back to what we were talking about with magic earlier, where I'll meet a. Uh, I live with my grandma, right? Um, my parents are back in Puerto Rico, you know, working. I'm here in Florida. Um, as soon as we meet a somebody new, a new you know, new group of strangers, one of the first things she'll say is, "Oh, Adrian, go ahead and show them a trick, why don't you? He's a magician. <laughs> He's been to X Factor. He's been to this, that, and the other." Like, bro, come let me say hello. They don't even know my name. <laughs> yeah, bro, I hate it. I I think that's the oh, thing man. that our parents are like Hispanics, so yeah. it'd be like that. They real different, bro. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, for us Asians, it, they would be like, "My son's a disgrace." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But at least he has a good rail change. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess one thing that I, I don't like is performing for my for my uh, extended family. Just performing. Yes. I don't really perform. Why? Why? Um, I I don't know. I I well, I never. I don't think I never needed their approval or anything or, or just like the, um, as I was growing up, um, like I, I just hear a lot of like a lot of the corny jokes, like, Oh, if you're a magician, you can make money of here or, or like, yeah. and, and it's just the classic I, I just one. The, can you make my wife? So, mm-hmm. so I, I, you hear all of that, and I, I kind of tuned it out, and I to the point where like I don't necessarily feel like bringing up magic, at least to my family. But like if they're asking, uh, I don't mind. But it's, but but most of the time they don't they don't really uh, they don't really tell me like oh show us a trick or anything. I doing my own thing, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's really cool. It's an overlapping, you know theme that now us you know growing up in you know 2021 you know technology and everything has advanced so much and society has progressed that you can make a career full-time or not you know you can make a living out of doing something that isn't traditional you know like full-time job or you know like you know we've we've all seen you know influencers as cringe as they are you know they've been able to (laughs) successfully make enough money to live off of that right and probably you know after dropping out of college or or magicians right you know magician doesn't sound like a you know realistic life like uh, playing card designer like yeah, designer yeah, so it sounds like normal but then just add the playing, playing card oh, so niche, right but yeah yeah but then you know but now we're seeing more and more people are becoming you know they're making a living off of that, right? Without necessarily finishing college or pursuing a bachelor's degree. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard for them to understand. So I kind of get that. Um, that, that 
mistrust kind of you know of them wanting us to go the traditional way but you know yeah there's there's definitely so many opportunities nowadays that um you can yeah you can there's there's so many careers career paths that didn't exist just a few years ago so so i i definitely want to take advantage of of that and really explore whatever is possible in at least a creator space for the time being yeah um uh so curious can you ask the question i do not want to say the question because it will sound rude if it comes out from me the I'll question remember. i'll remember the, the question oh that question okay the, yeah. yeah that first question. thing you're doing after canada gets its shit together concerning covid because <laughs> stupid and i've been stuck here for like the past like year and i don't know what i'm doing so how about you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Sorry. that question coming out from my mouth. It will sound racist as fuck. Wait, I can't. I I don't think I, I fully understood or <laughs> oh, okay. was paying attention. Okay, yeah. Okay, removing my uh, existential crisis. Um, what's the first <laughs> thing that you're doing after like Canada like removes its like restrictions? Oh, okay. Um, damn. Well, I mean, depends on how, I guess things are, are getting better with vac vaccination and everything. Um, I really miss going on vacation abroad, really. Like I, I miss going to Asia or, or even just to, to go to the beach in the South. I think those uh, are, are the bigger things if uh, you can't, uh, if you, if, if Canada removes the restriction and if we're, of course, uh, able to, to safely travel. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I've been stuck uh, here Are for you guys getting uh, Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson? Uh, Pfizer? I think Johnson & Johnson's still allowed, but like, it's not recommended or some shit. I don't know. I don't know how yeah, things work. Yeah. The whole blood clotting thing, it's... Uh, oh my god, so we are the only ones getting fucking Johnson & Johnson. God, I do not want to die. It's only for women, so I think you're fine, unless you're secretly oh, okay. a woman. <clears throat> I mean, how do you know? I might be one. Who knows? I'm trying to find out. Anyways, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is crazy, bro. Not... I, so, I was already kind of suspicious about getting a vaccine, but... I'm still alive. Okay, Cam. <laughs> Do not right. be that guy, Adrian. Do not be that guy. You so, um, to Go finish thing off, and how do you feel about your following and like your fame status? I know you have a lot of followers on TikTok, and you have a lot of subscribers on YouTube. Like you said, like fifty-six thousand. That's a lot. Like. You have the you have fifty six times the population of the Vatican City on YouTube. Oh geez, yeah. yeah. That's a, if you put it that way, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah that's, that's more than ten people. So, <laughs> I, I I honestly don't think it really occurred to me yet. Like it occurred to me that that's the amount of people. Um, I I still. Like I know you, you say like like um, how I feel about my my quote unquote fame, but I I, I don't necessarily feel that, and and um, 
I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm another creator. Uh, and I, I try to make, to build a, 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 a fun community and, uh, whoever I can help, um, that, that, that makes me happy. Cause, cause like if, if you read, like, I get to read comments such as, um, people telling me that, oh, like, because they learned magic, they were able, able to, I don't know, like entertain their, their, their nephew and nieces or, or, um, there, there's a lot of really good things that, that came out of, of people learning magic. And I think that's, that's just great. Um, but no, I don't, I don't think it, it occurred to me that my quote unquote following was that large. And, um, I'll, 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 tr- I'll, 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 I'll do my best to keep, to, to grow it. Definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. Um, I have a question. This is like off topic. Have you seen the fried chicken Wednesday video? Oh, what is God. that about? Jesus oh, I, I'm, I'm sending the video right now to the chat. Jesus Feel Christ free to man. watch it. Feel free, Feel oh, free to watch it. Chicken, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fried chicken Wednesday, baby. Fucking fried chicken Wednesday. I love fucking. So uh, I, I especially love the remixes on on TikTok, all the duets where people they, <laughs> yeah, they do the, the the fuck the baby and the the KFC <laughs> counters. That's the best. Yeah, so good. I fucking love White Claw Gabe. So good. He's a legend. Shout out White Claw Gabe. White Claw yeah. baby. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. I love fucking fucking chicken fried baby. Yeah. Speaking I of shadow, I can imagine the people listening to us not knowing where it is. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. I'm so confused. <laughs> I will leave a video to like I will link a, I will leave a link to the video in the description if, if anyone wants to see it because it's so good. Like he's a legend. Shout out White Cloud Gabe. So also shoutouts to today's sponsor yeah, of the video. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to today's sponsor, NordVPN. Um, yeah. Uh, MeUndies and like Dollar Shave Club. Remember, you can use the low mower to shave your balls. All right, just disclaimer: we're not sponsored. Yeah, we're because- not sponsored. Yeah, we're not, not, not sponsored. Um, <laughs> I wish we were sponsored because then but, I get paid to do this shit. But you know, yeah, you know, tragic. We do not but, have any sponsors. Hey. If you're looking at a suspicious amount of uh, Fried Chicken Wednesday videos that you don't want your cable internet service provider to find out, NordVPN. Um, all right. We've, we've done the joke for like three episodes. But yeah, yeah. I mean, we are. It's still like, funny, so we're going to keep doing yeah, it until it's still it's funny. So, all right. Yeah, for sure. So, who wants to close up the. to finish the episode? I got it. it all right, go ahead. All right. Oh, um, thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, it's been a great episode in my opinion. I had some extremely insightful and uh, entertaining, hilarious comments. And the rest of these guys are pretty cool too. Especially when I thank <laughs> Bao, uh for being a you know pretty cool guy. Uh, way chill, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and more than anything, I want to thank him for gifting us each, uh, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you said, the brick of Bobo playing cards, uh, and the 
especially <laughs> the hollow. I really appreciate one. you, bro. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's such a kind guy, such a giving heart. Um, and oh my yeah, God. and I actually heard he just messaged me. Everybody listening to this podcast <laughs> oh is God. getting a free deck of Boba playing cards on the house. I mean, <laughs> Don't actually message him. He's yeah, do not him. message no. him. Yeah, um, do not do that. No, just kidding. Just me. But yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to uh, share your goodbyes, about anything you want to close uh, us off with. I just want to thank you guys so much for having me and you guys have an amazing day. He's oh. like, disclaimer, I'm not giving away any decks, so please do not <laughs> message me. That's true. <laughs> All, All right. right. This has been <laughs> this has been a great podcast. I am one of your hosts, Curtis, the Montreal magician, depressed Asian kid, and yeah, that's Pablo, that's Adrian, and Adrian RNST. So, yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Take care, guys. Uh, Peace. See you on the next. <laughs> well, hear you on the next episode.